All right, Penn Nation, we have tons of talent on the show all the time, lots of up-and-coming guys, lots of hot prospects in the sport, but today, my friends, we have a guy that I am personally very excited to speak with. Please welcome to the show the silent assassin himself, Vicente Luque. Thank you for joining us today, Vicente. How are you doing today, man? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me. Where are you calling us from today? From Brazil. I'm in Brazil right now. Very good, very good. Putting in hard work in the gym, as always, I presume? Yeah, as always, man. I, I'm never able to keep more than, be more than one week without training. I'm always training, so that's what I'm doing for sure. Very good, very good. So there's much to discuss, but uh, first things first, man. You're coming off that sensational knockout over Chad LaPreeze in May at UFC Fight Night Chile. How happy were you with that performance? Well, man, I was really, really happy for that performance. It was a special fight for me. I got a lot of family in Chile. My grandmother was there watching me watching me fight. My dad was there, my mother, everybody. So it was really special for me. And to get the win in the way I got I got it, I mean, it was the best thing I could ask for. So I, I'm, I was really excited for that. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. And on top of it, you know, fighting in front of family like that, is that the first time your grandmother got to see you compete? Yeah, it is. And actually, it's the second time I've I've seen my grandmother two times, 14 years ago and now this year, because she lives in, in Chile. My dad lives in New Jersey and my mother lives in Brazil. So I've always been like in New Jersey, Brazil and Florida, but I don't go much to Chile. So she hadn't seen me in, in 14 years. So it was really special. Wow, man, that's a beautiful thing, beautiful thing. Uh, that win brings you to 6-2 and two in the UFC with wins over some very tough guys. What's next for you, man? I know you were hoping for a fight with Carlos Condit. Has there been any update on that? Not yet. I have had no update on that. Man, I, I want to fight, you know, top guys, whoever. I, 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 the truth is I'm ready to fight anyone. I feel like I have the skill and the talent, and I put in the hard work to fight anybody in the division. I, I would happily fight any of the top 15, top 10 guys. I'm ready to fight anyone. I know, I mean, the UFC has their plans. They know what they do with their fights, but I'm ready to fight anyone. Carlos Condit would be a great fight. If not, Donald Cerrone or s- some of these guys, you know, they're guys that are, are up there. They have big names and they're great fighters. And I want to fight these guys. I want to fight guys that are going to put a challenge to me, you know, or, and, and are guys that already have been uh, great great prospects and and ranked guys these are the guys i want to be fighting absolutely and you want to continue to build on your own legacy move up the ladder and get closer to that eventual title shot uh but when it comes to condit you know he's a guy that anybody in your division would love to compete against how do you think you match up with him stylistically though i mean i i think he's a guy you know he's a he's a wrestler first of all but he's a striker at the same time he has really good striking so I mean, I see a striking fight, but I, I know that he's going to try to wrestle at some point. I believe I have the better striking. I think wrestling, he might have a bit of an edge, but I, I'm working a lot. I've been working a lot. I have a Cuban guy that used to be in the Cuban team in, in, in Cuba of wrestling, and now he's here in Brazil helping me out with the, with my wrestling. So I think like that's maybe a, a strong point of conduct, but I, I'm working on that. And on the ground, I know he's really well-rounded, and I'm really well-rounded as well. I got my submissions as he has his. So I, I see a, a tough fight for sure, but I think I have the, the edge in on most part of the game. Yeah, and when it comes to training your wrestling, you can't get much better than a guy on the Cuban team, right? Yeah, for sure, man. Cubans are tough. And he, 
he's he doesn't compete anymore, but he always comes and trains with me, man. And that guy's strong. It's crazy. These guys are, are weird. Right. <laughs> you look at UL Romero, right? Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so Condit, you know, he's had a string of bad luck lately, but still very dangerous and a household name. You know, like we were just talking about, he's the kind of opponent that you really need to move to the next level in the welterweight division, right? Yeah, for sure, man. I think I think he's a guy that. You know, he has had big fights. He has fought for the title, I think, two or three times. I think two times. And he he's a tough guy all the time, man. I mean, his last fight against against the Brazilian Cowboy, man, that was a tough fight for both of them. He was doing really well, and then Cowboy got the win at the end. But he's a tough guy, and this is the kind of competition I need to move forward. I've been showing what I can do. I go in there and I finish fights. That's my style. I'm not looking for a finish at all moments. But it's just my style. I fight forward. I don't hold myself back, and I don't try to fight like safe. Let's say I I fight in my comfort zone, but my comfort zone is always looking for the fight, always trying to get that finish. And you know, I I think that I've been finishing guys, but I still don't have like any really big name under my belt. So that's what I need. I need a guy like Condit to really get a win over a, a, a big name, and then keep going up. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, man, and I certainly hope that one of those big fights is on the horizon for you. Aside from Condit, you know, you mentioned uh, Donald Cerrone. Who else is on your radar right now? What matchups make the most sense for you? I, I mean, those two fights I think are really good fights, and I mean, I don't see, I didn't think about any other fights really right now. I mean, I would like to fight any guys, some ranked guys are really with, with interest fighting in like i would like to fight masvidal i think that guy's a great boxer you know he has really good boxing and i like to fight guys that have good striking because i i'm a striker myself so i like to challenge myself i like to go out there and fight with the best guys darren till is gonna fight for the title and that's a guy that i would love to fight as well thompson also so any of these strikers you know i really really want to fight them just to test myself and to go out there and prove my striking but I'm really, de- I'm definitely ready to fight anyone, wrestlers as well. I, I wouldn't mind fighting wrestlers. Yeah, and it's not to say that there's not a ton of talent to choose from in the welterweight division as well. So plenty of guys to choose from. I'm sure you'd also love the rematch with Leon Edwards as well. For sure, definitely, man. That's something I- I'm always looking forward. I know it will come in in its time. I mean, he's doing super well in the division. He's climbing and getting good wins. So I think it's natural. I keep winning. He keeps winning. Eventually, we're going to fight against each other for sure. And I definitely want that rematch. Yeah, I'd love to see it as well. I mean, it was a decision. Every time it goes to decision, there's always something left in the octagon that, you know, you wish you saw a little bit more of a finish for somebody. So you guys definitely have some unfinished business there. But what's the ideal time frame for you? You know, do you have your eyes set on any date or card in particular for your return to action? I mean, uh, September, October would be ideal for me, man. I mean, maybe UFC Sao Paulo, maybe Vegas in, in early October. Any of that would be, you know, uh, I think the perfect timing for me. I'm feeling super healthy, super well in training. Um, now I'm starting to intensify. So I already have my mindset for uh, end of September, early October. That's what I'm looking for. We'll see if it's if it works out, but that's what I'm what I'm kind of getting ready for. Now, are you the kind of guy that stays in fight shape year-round and, and has the weight down year-round to the point where if somebody was to drop out of a fight, you could maybe be a last-minute replacement and get one of these fights that you're looking for? 
Yeah, I definitely keep myself ready all the time. I mean, that has happened to me two times. Once in New U- uh, UFC 205 in New York and Sao Paulo last year. Also, I got it with 11th day notice. I always keep myself ready. Um, I'm not a light guy, but I'm not heavy uh, either. Like I keep myself at around 195, 190. So that's easy for me to drop in, in two weeks or a week and a half. I can drop that no problem. So I'm always keeping myself ready, and I'm always training. So I know that uh, no matter when the fight comes, if it's short notice or not, I'm going to be in shape and go out there and perform. Now, the division is a little strange right now. You've got Till fighting Woodley, as you mentioned before. Uh, Colby is getting stripped of the interim title. No real clear contenders behind those guys. It seems like right now is a great time for a guy like yourself to seize a big opportunity. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think my division is one of the toughest in the UFC. I mean, there's a lot of talent and a lot of fighters. So I think the the opportunity is always there. And the thing is, be in shape, get the right fights, and keep winning fights. You know, it's it's about winning fights. At, at Up to a point, it's about talking and going out there to the media. But I'm not so much of that kind of guy. I mean, I, I like to talk with my fists and get inside the cage. That's where I do my talking. So I, I believe in getting and being trained as much as I can, get the right fights, go out there, perform, do the best that I can do, get my knockouts, get my submissions, and I, I'm sure I'm going to climb up, climb up the division and get to that title fight. Yeah, you know, the market, the marketability of yourself is something I wanted to touch on here in a moment, but speaking of Woodley versus Till, who do you like in that matchup? Man, I, I like both guys. I think both guys have, have nice styles. You know, Woodley has a lot of strength, and he's a great wrestler. I, I would see him maybe like in if it goes more than three rounds. I think he would have the advantage because he has also fought more uh, five round fights than Till. But Till is tough, and he showed on his last fight he could go five rounds, and he can, you know, he can really go out there and and just fight for five rounds with no problem. I don't know if you wrestle with him, he will still have the same conditioning because his fight with Thompson was mostly striking. Right. But I, I believe I give it I give the I think the favorite is is Tyron Woodley, but Till is, is a tough guy. He might get a knockout or something like that, but I'm not sure. I think Tyron Woodley will, will win. Right, right. Woodley's definitely gonna be the favorite going in, but I agree with you, Till has the opportunity or, or the possibility to uh to shock the world there's always that issue of the weight cut will he make weight will he make championship weight that'll remain to be seen but i'm wondering in in regards to colby covington do you think it was fair for the ufc to to decide to strip him in your opinion i mean uh, it's hard to say what's fair and what's not fair i mean i think it's it's different visions the ufc has one way of thinking and other people don't think the same sometimes other people think the same it's for me i mean I don't know. I I wouldn't even have made the, the the interim title yet, but at the same time, I don't know. It's their choice. It's their call. Right. So who knows? I what I think is like, even if he doesn't have the the interim title, I think he should get a shot eventually. So right after Till and Till and Woodley fight, he should be next for that. So I, I don't know. I don't know how the UFC is going to do about that. Right. 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 It's just very strange happenings in the welterweight division. Uh, but when you look yeah, at the guys in the in the elite at 170, I know you've you've kind of made this clear all along. But it sounds to me like you're very confident that you can already hang with the best of them right now at this point in your career. Yeah, I definitely feel that I'm ready right now to be fighting with the top guys. I have no doubt about it. 
I mean, a guy that I train a lot with is Kamar Usman, and he's up there. And I, I know the absurd talent that he, he has and quality and hard work he puts in. And and I feel, man, up there, right right up there with him, you know. We train together. We help each other. I help him with what I can with striking. He helps me out with wrestling and what he can. So, you know, I feel extremely confident that I'm ready to compete up there with, with those guys, you know, with all these guys, top 10, top 5, no problem. Yeah, and when you talk about training and wrestling and, and working on that, what a better guy to have in the in the gym with you than Kamara Usman. Yeah, for sure, man. That guy's a beast in wrestling. He's a beast in everything, and his striking is improving too, so it's scary. And he's strong, weirdly strong, for sure. Right, right. Uh, so changing gears here for a moment, as I mentioned in the beginning of the interview, you're one of the many prospects in the UFC that I personally have big hopes for. It all started with the KO over Bilal Muhammad at UFC 205. Honestly, man, I'm sure you hear this all the time, but you remind me of a young Shogun Hua with a wider skill set. Is that a fair assessment in your opinion? <laughs> That's totally fair, man. Shogun is one of my, my biggest idols. I always, when I started fighting, I used to fight with the bad boy short, shorts, like uh, short shorts. So, you know, I always wanted to fight kind of like his style. I think that the f- sport evolved after that, so I always try to keep myself improving footwork and wrestling and and jiu-jitsu, lucha libre, all these kind of different things that I've been working. So if you compare me to a sh- to Shogun, that's for sure, man. I- I'm happy with that. <laughs> it's just something about your style, man. I mean, watching you compete, uh, that killer instinct like you were talking about earlier, you know you're not hunting for the finish, but the style of your fighting, it just lends itself to getting a finish, man. I mean, you go forward. Honestly, just watching you compete, I said to myself, the first time I saw you fight, that guy's a young Shogun Hua, and, and I think his future is bright. So, uh, And like I said earlier, with the marketability, man, you know, I feel like you're a very marketable guy. You speak perfect English. You represent Brazil and America. Uh, you go for the finish every fight. In my opinion, you know, the UFC should be giving you a bigger push to that stardom. Do you think that push is coming for you soon? And do you think the UFC recognizes that marketability that you have? Yeah, man, I, I think it's coming soon. I think they they recognize that I think I still have to get those big wins. But I think it's, it's going to happen, you know. I respect my time. I'm still a young guy. I'm 26 years old. And I've been fighting since professionally since I'm 17. So, you know, at the same time I'm young, I feel like I am kind of a veteran in the sport. So I understand that my time is coming. I'm improving in every area. I still have a lot to grow. And that's like every single fight. If you talk to me about my fight in, in Chile, like people look at that fight and they say, hey, this guy knocked that out, knocked the guy out like if it was nothing. But I see a whole bunch of mistakes on, on my game. So I know how much I still can improve. So I know that my time is coming, and, and I'm just getting better. I'm just starting. So for sure the future is going to be good. And I know that the UFC will, will see that eventually and, and push me forward. It sounds to me like you're one of those guys who immediately when you get backstage after a fight, you're already picking apart your performance. Yeah, for sure, man. I, when I get back there, like everybody is, hey, man, just just be happy for the win. I'm no. I got to see what, what I got to get better now. Because <laughs> it, it's one win, but I got, you know, I, I don't want this win now. I want all the wins till I get to the title. And after I get the title, I want to keep defending my title. So, you know, I'm always thinking about the future and about getting better and, and seeing my mistakes. So I'm, I'm at the best fighter I can be. 
Well, that's the work ethic of a champion. I have no doubt you will be a future champion. But uh, real quick, you know, I, I mentioned Shogun, compared you to Shogun. Uh, just to get your opinion on this real quick, after that devastating knockout that he just suffered, a lot of people are calling for his retirement. I'm not so quick to say that, but, you know, maybe uh, let him fight some some legend guys for legacy. W where do you stand on Shogun's career, and, you know, what do you think he has left in him? Man, I, it's hard to say, you know. I, I think it's mostly about his mindset, what he feels. If he still has that fire to, to train and go through what uh, – the diet and and cutting weight and all that i definitely think he, sh he should continue competing in my opinion if if i could like go out, go there and talk to him i would maybe try to get him to to the division uh, uh to middleweight but i don't know if he could make that i don't know how heavy he is but i think he's like the sport now guys are are not so uh muscular anymore they're more like tall and long so he's not so long for for light heavyweight anymore. I think at middleweight he would find himself better, maybe. And but I mean, if he has that fire in, in him and he wants to keep fighting, I think he definitely has to keep fighting, man. And I'm always excited to watch him fight. I was super excited to watch him fight. Now it wasn't how how I wanted the fight to end, but anyways, to see him go in there and and do his things is always nice. Yeah, me too, man. All time favorite of mine. It's always heartbreaking to see him lose, but. I agree with you 100%, man. I think a lot of people have said this over the years. Somebody get him to drop to 185, and he could be champion. <laughs> it's like, what the hell's going on here? But, uh, you know, who knows what the future has in store for him. But, again, I agree with you, man. Legend of the sport and always very excited to watch him compete. Uh, but getting back to your own career, obviously, man, like we're talking about, you're on the cusp of breaking into the rankings. With a few more wins, you should definitely be in the conversation for the title shot. Uh, what's your game plan for the rest of the year and for 2019? You know, do you think we could see the Silent Assassin challenging for the belt sometime next year? Man, hopefully. My plan this year is to to get one fight, maybe two in. Still, I want to definitely one one more fight. Hopefully, two more fights this year. And next year, I'm gonna be pushing hard for that to get up there, climb the rankings, and go for that title, man, for sure. Yeah, you you just answered my next question perfectly. I was gonna see, you know. Uh, 2018, there's a fair amount of time left, but it sounds to you like one would be great, maybe two if, if it's possible and you don't sustain any injuries. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But, uh, man, I, I trust that I could get two in this year for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all <laughs> right, man, I certainly hope so. Well, I'll tell you, brother, I'm very much looking forward to your next fight and all that the future has in store for you, my friend. Uh, in conclusion, what would you say to Condit or any of these other guys to try to encourage them to sign a contract against you? Man, I would say that if they want to, you know, go out there and have fun and, and have a fight that the fans are going to be crazy about, just sign a contract to fight me. I always go in there to put on the show. I always go in there to fight for the people and for the people to be excited. I'm never I'm never the guy that is going to be booed. That's something I don't want ever to do. So I'm always going forward. And, man, if that's the kind of fight these guys want to have, sign a contract with me. That's what they're going to get. All right, man, for sure. Again, uh, greatly appreciate the time today, uh, Vicente. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Hopefully we can catch up again when a fight gets announced. Any shout-outs or sponsor plugs before we let you go? Oh, man, just shout-outs to everybody that helps me, all, all the team here in Brazil, Serato MMA. Also, the guy that hard knocks in Florida always helping me out, Henry Hooft, my coach Daniel here in Brazil. And just that, Ali also. Ali's always working back there, man, backstage getting those fights 
So big, big shout out to Ali too. All right, very good. Uh, again, man, I can't stress it enough. You're, you're a guy I've been watching for a while. I was very excited for this interview. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Uh, have a great weekend, man, and obrigado. Thank you, man. Obrigado você. All right, have a good day, <laughs> bud. Good day, man. Later.